Why are trains so expensive? And electric scooters, will they kill you? Let's learn a thing or two. Alright, welcome back to the Two Top Podcast. Welcome back, fans. Viewers, oh, listeners. Listeners, viewers, whatever you are, we're always happy to have you. Around the world. It's almost time for, we're, well, we're students, so it's almost time for spring break. Spring break. Actually, we're on spring break right now where the, when this goes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be on a beach. I'll be. In Central America. Today, I will be, I'll be on a, ooh, I'll be on a Game of Thrones tour, actually. Really? Yeah. Today. Where they film, like a set? Yeah, they were going to Winterfell and, um, like, some other sets. Really? Yeah, I'm excited. Wow. They have props, too. I'm excited. I'm I'm excited. They have you track cloaks. costumes on. Yeah. Yes. Dude, but, that sounds awesome. You know, it's fine. That kind of leads into what I want to talk about, in a way. <laughs> in a way. In a way. We'll I'm go guessing you're Europe. <laughs> but what's so great about Europe is you can get around pretty easily in Europe. That's that's true. Due to just their amazing transportation service yeah much better than the united states yeah because today i want to talk about amtrak and why amtrak is uh kind of it's kind of bad like, it, well certainly it's pricey thomas as i have found it is pricey and it is it's a it's a lot of effort and time and it's not as good as the american people would want it to be so i can talk about the american train system for forever because i'm i'm a big fan of train history little did you know yeah trains are awesome trains are awesome and the like america when it comes to train travel is i mean we grew up on that idea of we had from the time that the first train was made 10 years later we had the first cross uh like cross transcontinental railway it's like it's the rail that brought everyone together it was the way you got around but then as time went on then in like the 50s planes came out and the cars came and it kind of changed up how we travel across this country now america uses most of its rails for freight and that's going to play into what comes next actually 39 percent of our goods movement across the country is via train okay car like shipping trains now, yeah. yeah, that's important because the American train system was always meant to move ship, like move shipments and like moving people was kind of just an advertisement for the rails to sell more shipping possibilities. So it only becomes like a true American rail service uh, in the 70s, actually, when Amtrak is signed into existence. In Nin- Am- 1970s. Yeah, in the 70s. Not too long ago. I thought it would be like in 1800s, kind of like the Rail Company of America or whatever. I don't know. No, because the r- rails weren't owned by the American government. The The only like American government influence on the train was all the trains had kind of post offices on board to tr- mm. do like organized packages while they're being transported between yeah. destinations. But nowadays that's all mechanical as we've talked about in a previous episode. S- sorted, yeah. Everything is sorted mechan- mechanically and digitally that we don't need the train cars with the people on them. They don't need to do it in transit. I mean, they might as well be doing it in transit, but it's definitely not humans doing it. No. Yeah. So Amtrak kind of shows up to 
like bringing this transportation but here is what i want to get into amtrak is bad and amtrak is bad not due to them themselves but just purely how when it was created it came it's late to the game amtrak only owns three percent of the rails it rides on three percent so that's why like there's rail lines that go from like you can go from denver to like denver colorado to like california yeah there's tracks everywhere but it seems like 50 percent of that rail is owned by one rail company and the other 50 percent is owned by another rail distributor company Amtrak came so late to the game that they didn't have the time to build their own rails, so they have to use other companies' rails. And that's true to this day. They're still using the same rails. Yeah, and because of that, delays, the shipping company is going to prioritize their trains over an Amtrak. Yeah, because it's their track. They can, they can like, okay, we're making money. We're going faster than you. We're going around you many times, right? Yeah, so pretty much. So, like... Yeah. They don't care. Mm-hmm. There's like our our rails. We're gonna use them when we need to use them. Amtrak is just the service and trains that operate on someone else's rails. Pretty much, unless uh, our quadrant of the U.S. from like Boston down to D.C. That's Amtrak trains. That's what I figured because you're never really stopped on the on those routes. But I'm I'm guessing around the country, you could be stopped. Yeah, but America as a whole is kind of flawed for rail transportation because our major cities are so spread out. Mm-hmm. Besides what's going on on like California and the East Coast, nothing is really close. Nothing is clustered enough to do train travel. Uh, example I was looking at was France. France, their rail service is they own all the rails. And a distance of same length of New York to Washington dc which here would cost us around 50 dollars. yeah over there it'd be about 30 dollars, and it would get there an hour faster hurts inside oh an hour a whole hour faster yeah jeez now even america value with their their fastest train the acela mm-hmm. which like, i tried to get on it's too, expensive. Too expensive they're yeah. like 120 dollars to ride yeah the minimum was like 160 dollars a couple days in advance that's crazy and anything that's it's rail travel is only valid for like a certain distance like if it's over 300 miles it's not worth taking the train it's the time it will take you better just fly Mm -hmm. because also i'm sure you saw when you're looking at these train times a lot of them it's the same amount of time to just drive there yeah the only difference is you're not behind the wheel yeah you can take your hands off i I figured taking the train was better because i can do work but you know wi-fi on trains isn't the best in america no and it wasn't that it wasn't that long of a ride to actually get something done, which is really annoying. You but know, if you look at like America versus another foreign transportation system, we have what three hundred thirty million people in America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the amount of rail service in comparison is like maybe six hundred rides a day yeah of like the major amtrak uh-huh. and then you look at france which is a smaller country has like 10 times the amount and more than half of them are high speed trains because people prioritize taking public transit because it's more convenient there's like that idea of like you know it's it's good for the environment but also it takes you to where you need to go like you said u.s cities are spread out 
American cities, yeah, American cities are so big and the distances are so great between them. And the trains only go to certain points and people, everyone, it seems like everyone and their mother has a car in the United States, you know? Yeah. Especially even in the city, people have like two cars per household. Everybody's flying or driving these days. Which is pricey, but... If it's close enough to drive, most people will drive. Mm -hmm. And then if it's far enough that you even warrant thinking about taking a train, like you can just fly. For sometimes around the same price of a train. But it's faster. Yeah. And like trains work on a small scale. Like original train, like we have SEPTA. Mm Mm-hmm. SEPTA works because SEPTA doesn't have to deal with the whole continental U.S. Yeah, it has close routes. It's like this line. It'll go down this line multiple times a day, makes its money, it works, right? Yeah. Amtrak is like only a few, not a few, but, you know, much less than like a close line. Like if you were to go to 30th Street Station and count the trains coming through, there's pretty much, I've been to 30th a while. I've ridden the train actually up to... uh, not Boston, but Connecticut. But what's wild about the train is that I think that there's a tiny chance that it will be redeemed. And it kind of also falls in line with the Hyperloop. Ah, meaning uh, instead of add funding in to catch up with trains, start at a completely different level with, like, say, a Hyperloop or something. It's hypothetically, in a sense, the same thing. It's carrying people across the ground. Yeah. Maybe not via our lovely trains, but Mm -hmm. it's maybe our dreams of transportation that's not on the sky or via sea or via car. Maybe maybe the trains will have the resurgent, but as I said, the U.S. is too spread out. Mm -hmm. Like, pretty much, if you can do the Boston to D.C., like, that's the most important thing. And I mean, Amtrak, they have that down. But yeah. it's the price that kills it, I think. But who knows? Maybe we'll see a change, but probably not. If anything, as much as we'd like to dream, the I think think Amtrak is going going downhill. Yeah, definitely. I, I remember I asked a professor, we were talking about like kind of the development and history of the train a couple semesters back, and, and he was saying how like the United States is too far behind that we can't catch up to the level that European cities and, and Asian countries have, you know, they have maglev trains, which are incredibly fast, smooth, luxurious to us, it seems, but that's every day for them. That's just how they get around. You know, people do have cars, people have bikes, but the trains are just run so much better. And is it because of the history? Because trains have been around longer in those countries than the United States? Well, I think or it's... is it just we're just didn't prioritize it we thought cars bigger and better it's kind of that idea of american like have a big car you know i think it's actually the opposite i think because we've had trains for so long that we had trains for so long and so far adapted that we couldn't change we've already had existing systems Mm -hmm. here but people coming in later in the game like india was not getting a train system the same time we were getting a train system but they could probably see and understand how we've done it and make it more efficient. Yeah. Like, what we have is what we have. Mm-hmm. And, like, even there's remnants of, I mean, trains were primarily for shipping things. Yeah. Not really people. People was, like, a nice fun side thing it did as well. Because mm-hmm. if you look around, like, especially Philadelphia industrial areas, you'll, even back home where we're from, you will see 
rail lines going to these industrial districts. Oh yeah, tra- tracks go right up to these parks. Yeah. If you um, if you ever tube down the Brandywine, there's a rail line right by there. It's a freight line, mm-hmm. and it's still active, and there's still tons. Yeah, there's and a tons freight line freight right, going in, by. right in Paoli, crosses over by the hospital. So I like, see big cargo trains going through there. Still a very active thing. So I mean, that's where it will stay and survive mm-hmm. because I mean, the amount of stuff that can be moved is bigger than anything a truck can pull. I think it's interesting that you brought up the Hyperloop being like that resurgence of the train system because it's not necessarily train. Did you see any videos of that Hyperloop demo that Tesla had about like six months ago? Yeah. It was like a tunnel, like a concrete tunnel underground that your Tesla drives up to and it puts like wheel tracks on it or whatever essentially making it like a train car but it's a self-powered train car it's a it's a car yeah you know but it stays within tracks it's a car on tracks it's because and it goes of super fast and the, i think that could be cool yeah it's the fact that uh electric doesn't give off carbon pollution. so you can be underground yeah so you don't have to worry about that aspect yeah but i don't know we'll we'll have to see what comes next in this grand scheme but within the next i don't know public transportation is in dire need right now in the united states i mean yeah everyone has a car and there are trains acting and doing their job but with more and more people in this country that need to get greater distances and denser and denser cities. and denser and denser cities we're going to need to have people move farther places quicker yeah that's a fact yeah. but we'll just have to wait and see what comes from all that yeah but that's why i have on our Amtrak experiences, what, Matt, are you bringing to So, Thomas, table? here's the question. You're on your Amtrak. You get to, I don't know, say you're going to Connecticut. You get to the Connecticut train station, but you still have a couple miles to go. What are you going to do? Well, what is this idea of getting to other places that are kind of a short distance but a little too far to walk? That kind of last-mile transportation. Oh, I get, I get that. It's like, for it's like if we were to go to the suburbs via train, we're not at our house. It's no, still... you get to the station. We're still a couple miles away. Theoretically, you could walk, but how do you get there? You normally get picked up. What do you do in a city if you don't know anyone with a car? You know, you could call an Uber. That's a, that's a pretty recent thing. But today, I want to talk about scooters. Oh, you want to talk about those scooters? I want to talk ever? about those scooters. Now, what do, you, what do you think when I say the scooters? I think of the scooter epidemic that's in all cities but our own. I saw a picture. It was in L.A., and they were like a remake of The Birds, and it was just 100 scooters laid across grass near like Venice Beach or something, like littered. So tell me, I to be honest, I only know the bad things about these scooters, but I hope you have something positive to bring about these. I do have some positive things because I am a scooter believer, because I I truly think that last mile resource of getting there with an electric scooter is a cool thing. It was just executed very poorly and very quickly, and it caught a lot of people off guard. It, it wasn't like it's coming, you know. I mean, yes, it started in the West Coast, which I'll get into, and worked its way over here, and people knew it was going to come. But it hasn't been around for longer than, like, two years, you know. No. It, it's very, it was a very quick thing to happen. So first I want to say I had the chance of riding some scooters in Baltimore. Very fun. The things go pretty quick. Are they little zoomy guys? I thought they would go like 20 miles an hour. It, it says they're capped at 15. I understand because it can get a pr- pretty sketchy. They don't include a helmet. You're supposed to bring your own. 
um, the experience of using it was very simple and like very quick and easy, which is totally what they're going for. But you know what? It's a little too streamlined and quick. You can just grab one wherever, You can grab right? one wherever. And, and here's the bad thing. You can drop it wherever, which is why people are – there's a backlash, which I totally understand. And I also understand why people might want to keep, a, keep the scooters out of like very urban places like New York City where there isn't a good, you know – bicycle path infrastructure for these motorized vehicles which aren't even self-powered so they are different than say riding a bike yeah i think of when when you think of like that last mile which is an important concept Mm -hmm. um i always think of here uh like here and in new york i think dc and i mean cities all over they have a bike sharing service Mm -hmm. that's and that's a big comparison but it's also very different the important thing about that is when you're done, you put the bike. You have a dock. You dock your bike. Yep. Docking resources like the city bikes or um, independence. What are they called? Um, There's like the city. We don't have city bikes. We have. We um, have Indigo bikes. Indigo bikes. Yeah, that's right. Those bikes are good and they work. They're a little bit pricier than the scooters by far, which is surprising because why would you pedal a bike by yourself when you could have an electric motor push you around there are some electric ones out there and that's what i'll get into they're coming also but that brings all these questions of okay what's legal do you need a license to drive a motorized vehicle because do you thomas do you need a license to drive a tesla even though it's an electric car of course you do it's a car right now same thing with these these motorized bicycles are they motorcycles basically they're motorcycles yeah but you don't need a license to drive a dirt bike but on the road, you can't drive it on the road. It, True. It needs headlights and stuff. But, so, you know, off-road and stuff, within its own realm, you can do that. So that's the question. Do we need to build these little trails for these scooters? And, I mean, lots of cities like Boston has has pretty good bike lanes. New York even has some, in, depending on where you are. Philadelphia claims they have great biking infrastructure. Yeah, I'll see. I beg it. to differ. It's, yeah. it's, it's horrible, <laughs> Thomas. A bike lane, you know, you're going down 12th Street to Center City, and then all of a sudden the bike lane disappears, and then there's, there's like not a, a bike lane, lane on highway. Broad either. No, not at all. And there's... the sidewalks are trash. It's it's not good. So, but there are some areas like Spruce Street, Pine Street have bike lanes that you can go east to west all the way in a bike lane, which is good. But, and actually, I actually saw a lady last night on an electric scooter that was one of the models that um, the company Bird uses, and we don't have scooters in the city. So she must have just bought it on, on eBay. Maybe someone stole it. Maybe I'll get into a section. People, are, well, I'll just tell you now. People are actually grabbing these scooters on the West Coast and putting them in vans and shipping them overseas to, like, China to scrap them for lithium batteries and make money off it. Like these com- Isn't that funny? These <laughs> companies, like you got to be losing money, right? Absolutely. But these companies are over worth a billion dollars. How? The top two. Like, where they just come from? Did they Ven- just venture, cap- no. venture marketing, uh, venture capitalism. People put a lot of money into it because they're like, oh, last mile. Like, I'm a businessman in the city. Like, I always have to walk from the train. Of course, I'm going to put in $1,000 to fund this project, you know? And these companies have so much money, and that's why they were able to do it so quickly, buy so many scooters. Each of the scooters is pretty pricey. So... This idea of a scooter sharing system is completely new. And it's similar to the bike sharing, but it's it's different because it's a dockless thing. So a scooter sharing system is a service in which scooters are made available to use for short-term rentals. Um, they're mostly electric motor scooters. The sharing of scooters is similar to car sharing, even, or bicycle sharing, with some scooter sharing companies offering more than one type of vehicle via their service. So these companies are already doing things such as 
cars, bicycles. I don't know, skateboards. No, they don't have skateboards. No. But all these all these companies are pretty powerful when it comes to transportation already. So dockless pro- these dockless vehicles um, pose a problem as a result of them just being able to be left anywhere. On the app, it literally tells this is what it told me. It was like, leave it out of um, steps so no one can walk into it. It didn't say, take it off the street. It didn't say, take it away from the front of a store. It didn't say anything specific, which is, it's, it's no good. So how do they charge though? That's the thing. The batteries are pretty good, pretty big lithium. They're heavy, heavy scooters. So there's a whole battery on the bottom part. They do need to be charged. And I wondered what happens when it runs out of battery and it can't give off a GPS signal. Then can someone steal it? Well, the answer is yes. Someone can just take it. But as soon as you charge it, the GPS signal goes again which is a, a pricey component in itself. Oh, but people yeah. can be paid to charge these scooters. So I read something online. I was trying to get the price, and the prices aren't public really because there aren't many people who are like, it's not like one of those on-demand services yet where you like can be like an Uber driver, a charger. But someone said that they were making like, they're, they're known as chargers, and you can make around like $9.00 per scooter if you charge it up and the estimated cost to charge a scooter in like your home outlet costs like nine cents nine to fifteen cents or something which is pretty crazy that that's all it took to charge the whole scooter i don't know if that fact was right but eventually people could sign up for this and go pick up a scooter charge it overnight put them back in the street i don't know if you have to be certified registered or anything for this but i mean it's happening now it's probably not a wild plug it's probably just a normal yeah, it's a normal plug. It's like how you charge any device. It just takes a while, you know. Like one of those nine point eight volts. Like yeah, the... something like that. I I saw a van going around, just like the Indigo bikes that we see in Philadelphia. Here, they have a big van, and the bicycle mechanics come around. People pick up the scooters. But let's move into people aren't happy about these, right? Not at all. Especially in New York, they want to keep it out. Some cities that it's already available in are um, Baltimore. San Francisco, Washington D.C., which surprised me. Washington D.C. has them. Because All those Congress people got to get around somehow. I'm guessing like it was a po- kind of a political thing to start it, and they they got it kind of first on the East Coast. L.A. has it. Um, Europe is also having problems, so they've subsequently expanded to more cities in the U.S. as well as Europe. Um, and rather than seeking regulatory approval, companies have quietly deployed the scooters on the sidewalks independently. So there's this idea of don't ask for permission, ask for forgiveness. Just like Uber. Uber and the taxi service, you remember when that was, it's still a problem, but you know, it's not in the news anymore. I mean, hypothetically, all you're doing is you're putting scooters out for the public to use. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. But when you leave it places that it gets in the way, when it poses a threat, someone's already died. There's already been one accident where someone died going down a hill. They like hit their head. Um, Bicycle, actually, there's a statistic that not a single person has died from a bike share service in the United States. Well, that People have been injured. (laughs) People have been hit by cars, but riding the bike itself has not killed anyone. Riding the scooters because it has a motor and it can go pretty quick and you can fall, that's dangerous. There was actually an article, someone um, recently experienced one of the scooters by the brand um, Lime. There was a firmware bug that the scooter would break automatically when going at top speed down downhill. That sounds pretty fun, right? 
I see all flaws. That's all I see in these programs so far. Yeah, but Thomas, I want it to work. Like I want it to be a thing. Oh, Why yeah. can't we incorporate docks just like the bikes? You know, I understand that having a motor is a serious thing that that needs to be considered for its own you know bike lanes i think they should cap the speed a little bit lower say 10 miles an hour because it's a little bit faster than walking well definitely faster than walking around the same speed as a bike and no faster so how much did it cost you to okay so i went with the app um bird which is a really i thought it looked better the scooters looked cooler they looked faster so i went with it it was pretty nice experience it cost me 25 cents a minute in baltimore 25 cents a minute reading online Say in LA, fifteen cents a minute, because they're more widely accessible and they're they're just more of them. They're less of kind of like a luxury because they've been around for a bit now. There have been a lot of areas banned though since the arrival of these scooters. I don't know if that's more expensive or not. Like I'm trying to think bike share. I feel like when you bike though, you bike for a while, but these scooters are point A to point B, and then you leave it. You yeah. don't have to find a dock, which is a brilliant part of it. I really think a dock would be good with charging, solar-powered charging, too. Wouldn't that be sweet? Yeah. I don't know why they're not doing something like that already. Or maybe, like, both. Like, implementing docks as well, but Mm -hmm. still keeping the drop and go whenever. Yeah, yeah. That would just reduce the clutter by a little bit, and it would would work. I want it to come to Philadelphia. The estimated arrival for our city is this summer, actually, if they come. But, obviously, local government has been fighting it. Some people are very keen on having it, though. Some scooters around the city would be a good time. And I, Yeah, and it's perfect for that last mile transportation. You know, we don't have a lot of diagonal transportation, Thomas. The subway takes you north-south down the center of the city, east-west on the uh, Market Frankfurt line. But what do you do in between? Yeah, there's kind of a Chinatown line that comes through occasionally. But like, if you want to get to the art museum, you're walking. No yeah, that's a, that's a far walk, too. Biking, I love biking, Thomas. You know that. I can bike anywhere. That's the best way. I beat cars all the time. I'll race my friends to get to, I don't know, like someone's house in South Philly. I'll beat them on my bike. Traffic is awful. Scooters, you know, you can bypass bypass traffic. In New York, you can actually get a, a ticket for running a red light on your bike or electric vehicle. So we're going to have to adhere to traffic laws. But it's just this whole interesting concept, which I want it to work, but I know they, they have to fix a lot of flaws before it comes here so just just to end i'll give you some of the companies there's bird which i used bolt jump bikes is owned by uber so that's another example of a company that's already in the transportation game but they're kind of getting into this whole scooter game lime is a big one lift by by that name is a scooter brand razor scooters razor usa has electric scooters well they probably saw hey people are just putting scooters out for people to ride we make them we make them well all we have to do is put a gps on it and a qr code and get an app and that's that's all it takes it's it's pretty simple scoot networks is another one skip and then spin which is owned by ford motors a very american company so some big doing a very ambitious thing so i don't know it's just an interesting concept I want it to happen, Thomas. Scootering is sc- scooting, scootering, rolling around on an electric scooter is fun. And you know what's and convenient. Funny about all this, when it came to bike shares, companies weren't as like into it. I feel it was yeah. kind of like slow. But then all of a sudden, it's scooters, super laissez-faire. Just drop it off, pick it up. It's kind of hip and millennial. Yeah. Then that's when all of a sudden all these companies are like jumping on. Yeah. It's like Uber. Why aren't you like? trying to fund bike shares within the city biking's great there's no reason we shouldn't bike 
you know, look at, um, you know, Amsterdam. Super bike-friendly city. Everyone I, has a bike. I you think, see millions of bikes there. I think here. corporate people, they just like to set it and forget it. And, like, that's what the scooters are. It's like they have other bigger things to worry about. It's like, about. you guys charge them, you guys ride them, and you guys put them wherever. Mm-hmm. And, like, we'll keep an eye and, like, buy the scooters. Like, yeah. that's kind of what it is, in a mm-hmm. sense. Very rudimentary. I, yeah. I mean, it's more complex, but, like, that's what... It's as a simple basis. Yeah. effort as possible to get the most profit. Exactly, and that and that's what these companies are doing, and they're worth over the one uh, bird and lime are worth over a billion dollars each. It's crazy, crazy what this world is coming and, to. Matt. You know, I think Thomas sometimes. As just a side note, I think of like, okay, what can I propose? That's the next greatest, best thing that the world needs. Like, what is the next rideshare app? What is the next fad among like style trend? That's like completely unseen in the future like what can we put forth and i never saw the electric scooters coming until they were here someone's thinking of these someone's someone's thinking and realizing like why don't we ride scooters so you know what let's get some docks solar powered docks mix that with um dropping off in locations i don't know it's gonna work eventually Uh it's the future it is feels pretty futuristic yeah the trains are out the scooters are in trains are out scooters in Long mile, last mile. You'll get there somehow. Thomas. I mean, I'd love to like train into the city and then to get to where I'm going, like take that scooter that extra bit. How like, about you're riding the train, a scooter pops off the train, you and ride then the you jump to the on the train. I I think maybe it comes out the side of the train. That's futuristic. But I think I don't know. It's these are both topics that we're gonna. Everybody should keep an eye on in the future. And I'm yeah, curious try, to see try what a scooter next. if you can. Don't yeah. like, you know? It said it. It, t- it costs a dollar to start for the the bird app. No, it charged me ten dollars right off the bat. So I still have seven dollars and twenty five cents in my account, and there are no scooters in Philadelphia. So, yeah, so you're just waiting. It's I'll like... be ready to go to another city, but yeah, I'm just waiting. All right. To get my value. Well, I think that's what we have for two top this week. Oh yeah. And I hope you guys get the chance to ride one of these scooters. I personally, I'd love to do it. And once. if you can't take a train to yeah, a city, experience Amtrak. And uh, let us know how it goes. But that's what we have for this week on Two Top. And we'll see you guys next time. For another Two Topics. See you. See you. This was Two Top, an independently created and run podcast created by Thomas Lance and Matt Berg. Music this episode comes from Lee Rosever. For more info about this week's episode, visit us at twotoppodcast.com. For general inquiries and feedback, send us an email at twotoppodcast at gmail.com. See you next week for another Two Topics.